Pushkin. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. Before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision and her tiny living room, far from Nashville's Music Row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. Before we get started, let's talk about Pushnik. Pushnik is a subscription program available exclusively on Apple Podcast subscriptions. Members will get access to bonus content like extended versions of our Beastie Boys and Brian Eno episodes. You'll also get ad-free listening to many of your favorite podcasts like Revisionist History, Cautionary Tales, The Happiness Lab, and ours, Broken Record. You can try it for free for seven days. Sign up for Pushnik and Apple Podcast subscriptions. I did this all for you. Brockhampton's original members formed after posting on a Kanye West fan message board and started making music in the Woodlands, Texas, a pretty unassuming suburb of Houston. Since that time, they've turned the idea of a boy band on its head. With as many as 14 members at times, Brockhampton's deconstructed the traditional pop star rap ethos by being unapologetically inclusive of racial and sexual identities and not letting any one sound define them. Today, Brockhampton's frontman Kevin Abstract talks through the group's sixth and latest album, Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine, with Rick Rubin. In an effort to recapture the spontaneity of their early career, the group all crashed together at Kevin's house while recording their new album. We'll hear Kevin talk about how the project slowly evolved from a pop album to something darker and more rap-driven. Kevin also explains how supporting one of the group's members through losing their dad became the album's creative thrust and talks about why their next album will probably be their last. This is Broken Record, liner notes for the digital age. I'm Justin Richmond. Here's Rick Rubin with Brockhampton's Kevin Abstract. 
What's been going on since I saw you last? The last time I saw you had like a super early version of the album. And then we just started working super hard on it right after. Even then, I remember you had already been working on it for the longest ever. Yeah. Like two years, which is a very long time for us. Yeah. Because usually it's like, we'll spend six months at most. Like that'll be long for us. Mm -hmm. So two years was a lot. But you were so excited off of the, uh, like the more rap driven stuff. Yeah. So it made us just like go in and make a bunch of rap stuff. It seemed like you had the same, like when we were listening to it together, I don't think I was alone in feeling that. Like I felt like, I don't know, seemed obvious. Yeah, I agree. It just felt right. Just new for us, really. Because the last album we put out, our biggest song was like an R&B song. So it was fun to do something that was like super left. It was more challenging too. Yeah. In the group songs, how do the, um, again, because there's so many voices, how do decisions get made? How does it end up being whatever it ends up being? Everyone shows their ideas? Yeah. How, like, how do you do it? We keep the mic on and if anyone has something to say, you just record it and we'll record all the ideas, everyone's ideas. No one's like left out of that process. And then then basically me and Romil will just sit there and go through it and be like, oh, we think the song should be like this. Like yeah. this like uh, 32 bar verse you did might make sense if we chop it up and turn it into a hook or something. And then maybe re-record it and it feels more like a chorus or something. And it's kind of just like, just pure expression, fun, letting everyone just do their thing, whatever you got to say, you know. And at that point in time, would the song have a shape yet or it would just be like a long track? A long track, maybe a loop. I, I love starting with loops, you know, just like a, a vibe and then just throwing ideas at the wall, freestyling, passing the mic around, like just fun shit like that. Cool. Yeah. And if you, before editing it, if you were to listen to all of the ideas, might that be an hour of ideas or... 10 minutes of ideas. I think it depends on the energy of the room. Like if, uh, if people are really inspired that day, it might be like hours. Yeah. Sometimes people will be freestyling. They nail their whole like idea within that freestyle within like 30 seconds or something. So it really just depends. It's an amazing ability. The freestyle, like to get the freestyle that feels like I wouldn't touch it. Right. And then it's incredible. When I was a kid, someone told me, one of my friends told me that, um, Dre used to like let Snoop just freestyle. And then Dre would just like cut up the best parts of the freestyle to make a verse. Don't know if that's true or not. But like I just held on to that for so long and applied it to just making stuff with Brockhampton. It's pretty fun. Really cool. Let's say you hear all the ideas mm -hmm. and then you have a vision of what it's going to be and you edit it down. Might then someone come back around and say okay based on what it is now i have a new idea and i want to add it in so that happens sometimes yes that happens all the time and how often does the music change from the beginning from the when the vocals first when the vocal ideas first go on the track mm -hmm. how often does the music change after that almost every song really <laughs> yeah almost because what happens with me is like i'll i'll like it when we're making it but i'm like this feels kind of generic or feel stale i think just because i hear it for so long in the room on loop while everyone's writing mm -hmm. and then i'll just be inspired to like take it to a completely different place which sometimes doesn't make sense and then we stick with the original yeah so that's why like sometimes it stays there but usually we always end up somewhere else this probably has an interesting effect on the vocals too when you write to one thing and then change the music 
I imagine it could bring out something different in the vocals than was originally there. Always, yeah. And sometimes it sounds off a little bit, but I like that too. Yeah, it could be. It yeah. could it could really make sense in a in an off way. It could right. be interesting. Right. Maybe we start listening. I'm really I'm anxious to kind of cool. hear hear yeah. where it ended up. My mom's in the same house my dad died in, all alone. Trying not to be paranoid, trying not to as they're calling it. It's every headline is a reminder that the world's fucked. So I'm just trying to see the light in between the clouds. When I look at myself, I see a broken man. Remnants of my pops put the glock to his head. Nothing ever go as planned, couldn't make amends. Forcibly pretend I don't give a damn. At a loss, aimless, six feet deep, suffocating. Can't face it, can't change it, ain't make it. Master plans by the maker, I see no savior. Over reflection is stainless steel, alcohol and pills, deadly combination, left with nothing else to feel. A floral haven, hope it was painless. I see you in the faces, places, am I making? Reflections off a broken mirror, fragments of my fear glaring back like who's there? I can't stand myself beside myself, I see you there. I know you care, felt numb since September when I heard the news. What I do to speak one last time, think I always will be haunted. The image of a bloody backdrop Skull fragments in the ceiling Felt your presence in the room Heard my mother squealing Master of disguises Ash to ash, dust to dust Voids behind my eyelids Blacking out, bleeding out, silence Louder than a twisted tongue lying As sick as our secret Shadow people and needles Fading through a peephole Bedtime stories from purgatory I miss you sample at the beginning the talking sample come from i was listening to 2001 by dre like 
every day while working on this album. And uh, I think it's the beginning of Fuck You. There's like this, uh, there's this girl talking on the phone. I just thought it'd be cool to have, let the audience know this is like where the journey starts, where the story starts, like really with the album. So I just called Joba. He's on the first verse. And the album's pretty much about him losing his father, basically, and us being there to support him and like following him towards the light and him sometimes following us towards the light, like just this idea of brotherhood and all that kind of stuff. So I just called him and just put the phone next to the mic and like interviewed him and talked for like 20 minutes kind of. And then um, he sat with us and we picked the the moment that kind of like summed up the song the best and then just made, made so much sense. It's so cool. And it just feels so personal and real and, he was getting very, very honest on the call. It was, it was you really feel cool. it. Just walking it's, around, like you feel it, smoking, talking, opening up. It was, yeah. it was cool. Very beautiful, very beautiful. And I love the music. It's so cool. It sounds like what was the inspiration? Do you know for the for the music? The original song was like eight minutes long, and everybody was on it. Everyone in the group, and it was it was very hard, but it was slow. And then there was this moment where where Joba's verse. When I heard it, I was like, it'd be cool if it just like if it got super like sixties like rockish and like a full-on departure from what the original song was. The original was like a kind of like 90s rap, but like modern drums on it, like mood-wise. And we all ended up liking Joba's verse over this like rock sample so much that we just ended up making the whole song be that. And then uh, our, our friend Baird, him and his brother, like redid the sample in, in terms of mood. Yeah. They made like a, a new version of it. Yeah. And that ended up being uh, that song. And that's, that's my favorite on it too. It's so cool. It's so cool. So it reminds me like a, an Italian horror movie, you know, like 60s Italian horror movies, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dario Argento, Mario Bava, those kind of movies, like from another, like from another time and from another place, but rock, but from another place, you know, like it, it has that uh, international flavor. That's cool. It's really cool. We had um, retro futurism written out and we had yeah. that on the wall in the studio and that was kind of like the idea. So like, if you hear the album or look at the videos, you don't really know what time period it's from. It could be like super modern. It could be nostalgic, like a mix of it. Kind of one of the super cool, like and it sounds almost like retro sci-fi. Like like yeah. that could be a sci-fi yeah, yeah. music from a '70s sci-fi movie. Yeah, that's also the yeah the other thing we're chasing. Cool that you hear that. That's awesome. Yeah, if it, you feel it, it's great. Let's hear the next one. A million little pieces, all add up to nothing lately. Swim within my bed sheets It's something like a celebration What's the occasion? What's the occasion? I know my switch, I could own See this house and I own If I could swallow my pride Would you admit when you wrong? I know it's easy to just skip it Flipping out and you go Maybe I wouldn't be so tasty when you came for my glow. Got dinner on the kitchen table, make sure everyone know. I made my Sunday mornings feel like Friday nights. I feel like booby miles under these Friday lights. Ready to pounce on any pussy ass bitch come for my life. I'm tired of validation. I'm tired of wondering what the fuck I gotta do to save you. You been in this shit for years, I can't be a savior. How to speech with Satan. On my knees, I'm praying. Everything I say, breaking it up. All out up to nothing, baby. Swim within my bed sheets. It's something like a. 
really unlike everything else and yeah it, but it still fits and it's beautiful i love it i think it was just it was a loop i think like romel had it planned and joe was just there on the mic and like he showed me his his verse and the hook and i don't think he knew what it was yet did it really have all the guitars on it not all the guitars it was like it was a i don't even know if what was playing like stayed on the track because we redid a lot of the guitars and stuff but it had a, a rock feel like this not even it was very like indie bedroom feel yeah you know like there was like a a drum break and uh and like a lead guitar and i think we we're all just like right into that it was moodier it was closer to like the how the song kind of starts it's so cool and also the songwriting style is really different like it's not rap and it's not pop you know it's like it's just a whole different more more rock really but it fits that's like just what i want to hear from us it works thanks We'll be right back with more from Kevin Abstract and Rick Rubin after a quick break. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. 
Brewer helped shape the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed The Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, would spur each other on to tap into something bigger, realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Bacharach as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash, alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. We're back with more of Rick Rubin's conversation with Kevin Abstract. But first, here's their new song, When I Ball, from Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine. My mama said I didn't come into this world with tears. Instead, I welcome how I open eyes and open ears. But came to glue to a few things that couldn't be repaired. We saw a future in each other, blending hope and fear. Some things you don't get to the side, it's just the face you share. I used to try to hold the weight that she would need to bear. While Shark was going on vacation for a couple years. When they came back, they needed clothes, I had no souvenirs. I pick up the phone, they calling us from correction. But nothing is wrong, it's filling my heart with questions. My mama is home. I'm following her expressions Her dropping her tone Some things that she had to mention I nodded, I listened She had all of my attention When you on your own There's gonna be some directions I need you to follow And we'll never make an exception I nodded, she held me And wished I would be protected I was a fetus, pulling up at the dock in a Mazda 606, and my dad was tripping bad, hit the gas like car chase, light blue in the bag, mama getting labor pain, drop my sister at the bowls like house was 23, sweat dripping down the face like river running free, dark morning with the fog pouring in and out the trees, every moment through their eyes seem to zoom at light speed before me, she lost one still on tragedy, gritting the teeth down to the root, pain like a cavity. Holding hands like they glue, radio channel on news Valentine's with an X up on the calendar, they knew I would be a fucking baller like them posters on the wall A little stain could be the beauty in it all The mist started trouble, most your luck was rubbing off Sticking to you like Mars, you my cape, you my rock Forever so cool really cool that one's different too because uh the beat was just sent to us it's chad hugo wow really oh this is this is cool we killed it i love it it's so good we had lyrics for we had the lyrics already for the verses for another song that we couldn't finish and then dom had the idea of just putting his verse on that track and did it come in with all of it like all like that yeah i think the only thing uh 
I think Baird did some additional like drum programming on it, and then I think Chad wanted to like add some strings at the end, like live strings. But we ended up liking the program strings more. Yeah, it's so good. It's cool because it like it feels like it comes in hard hip hop. Yeah, but as soon as you hear the chord changes, it's got this like wistful energy, completely different, and the two together makes it really new. So good. So good, and the strings are great. Yeah, he killed it. I love it. Good work, Chad. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> great work. When you first heard the track, did you know that you want to do something with it? I think it scared me at first a little bit because it—I'm just so used to our sound. Yeah, you know. So hearing something that is out of our world a little bit, there was some fear there. And then once I realized I was scared of it, I kind of like just leaned into it. I'm like, this could actually be kind of cool on the album. It's great, and it sounds really good coming after what it came after. It really works in the sequence. Awesome. It's good, man. Beautiful song. Thanks. How do lyrics typically come to you? I guess I usually follow the the sound of the track. And like whatever emotion the track pulls out of me, I'll kind of like lean into that and, and follow that. Will you start with cadence before you start thinking about words? Usually always cadence or melody. On this album, I was thinking about the words first, actually. Just again, just trying something different, seeing where I would land, you know. Would you write lyrics independently of writing to the track? Like, would you just write, if you hear a phrase or if you come up with a phrase, would you have a note of? I think I would hear it like, uh, we'd all be in the room together, the track would be playing. And then I would like just leave the room and walk around the house or the neighborhood or something and just like think of lines that felt true to the emotion that the track pulled out of me, you know? And that, and I wasn't thinking about cadence at all. I was just thinking about like, what do I want to say and what? Does a song need me to say, you know? And am I even needed on this song? That kind of thing. Which would be helpful, though, because then once I had a better idea of what I was trying to say, I could go in and listen to the other verses from the guys and give a more, like, useful critique, constructive. It wasn't so, like, do I like it or not? Different, different approach for me. And it starts with you writing. How do you decide whether it fits into the brockhampton world whether it fits into kevin abstract solo i think it's an emotion thing as well like emotionally if it feels like so true to me and something like like more personal more personal more yeah. vulnerable i might like want to save it for my own thing makes sense personal statement yeah that's what your album is so yeah it makes yeah. sense yeah but sometimes i like being super personal in the group stuff too because i feel like the guys like protect me in a way mm-hmm. you know and like having them like stand next to me makes me feel a little bit more comfortable with saying something that I might not be comfortable with saying on like a on my own song or something. Interesting. So in general, on this album, the lyrics always started based on the music. Like you'd you'd hear the music, you'd find the emotion in it, and then you'd think about what you want to say, and then it would build from there. There's some songs where it was like uh I wanna make a song where like I or there's like aggression and we didn't have the track yet. So it was just listening to a bunch of music and then you find that one sample. It's like, oh, that's it, you know? And then I can go and write my rap based off of that. I see. It would always be the energy. It would never be like the words or the, or the phrasing that you would have in advance. It would be more like the emotion. The emotion. And yeah. then you would find music that captures that emotion and then write to that. Exactly. It's interesting to talk about because there's no right way to do it. Everyone finds their way in and um, sometimes when we're listening to music, knowing what the artist was thinking or what the process is just gives more like um, 
I wouldn't say it changes the listening experience, but just maybe can deepen it. Yeah. My first goal is to make a pop record, like just like big pop songs, super melodic, fun, and just like summertime. Because I felt like the last one was pretty sad. And then as the year went on, it got all crazy. Like I, I just felt like, like I wanted to do something that felt um, that represented life more. So it just became like a, a darker, more like rap focused album. And I was listening to like a lot of Dre and Beastie Boys and stuff like that. And I was like, this could be like way more fun, way more interesting, more challenging. I remember when we talked about early, we had a conversation where you were asking about about if you made a pop record, how could you make it where it's interesting and challenging? Mm-hmm. And we talked about, I remember the conversation. Yeah, exactly. That it'll be fun whenever you get to crack that code. That'll be another great thing whenever that happens. You know? I kind of want to do that for the next one. I was thinking cool. Yeah. The next one is supposed to be our last one. Tell me about that. I don't know. I think it's like, I don't want to overdo anything. and I don't want to end the group, but I want to like just stop putting out albums as a group and then let everyone just go off and do their own thing. And maybe in a few years we come back if like we're inspired to. But. So, it's, so it's not a breakup. It's more just a, let's not do this for a while. Yeah. Or maybe let's not do this ever again. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. No, no future plans. Right. How's the general consensus feeling about that? Are people excited about it or afraid? I think people are excited to get out and just like do their own thing. Because the group can be restricting in that way creatively. Because it all has to like filter through me or Romil. So I feel like creatively some people are like held back at times they might want to like do this super like trap focused song and it doesn't make sense for the current aesthetic of the album or something you know so or a super pop song or whatever you know so it'd be cool to like just see where everyone goes is everyone still living together or no not anymore for this album though we we did it at my house so it was cool we all were like under the same roof air mattresses and all that stuff how would you say that the group has changed over time like from the early days to now, how would you describe the differences? It's not a good thing to say, but I would say it's less fun making music for sure. You think because it's less new? Hmm. I think so. I think it's like, sorry, we're getting together to make an album. But before it was like, oh, let's make an album. It's going to be crazy. Like what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Why else might it be? Yeah, I guess it's just not that fun sometimes when it's like, Making an album because you know you have to make it isn't like, just doesn't feel the same. You know you don't have to make it if you don't want to. <laughs> you know yeah, that. Yeah, no, I know, I know. <laughs> Which is why it's like, yeah. this should be the last one and for a while. Would you say creatively anyone's grown apart or no? It's just, it's just we've done this. Creatively, I don't, I don't think, uh, maybe a little bit, but not in a, like, not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. I feel like in general people are just growing apart, like just getting older. It's not the same because we don't live together and we're not like always hanging out and talking like the way we used to. So it definitely feels different. It's a hard thing to navigate because we want to keep doing it. It's just like not as exciting. Yeah. But uh, the end result always makes us very excited. Like once we get through and, and we listen back, it's like, wow, this is, this is amazing. This is fun. It's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And I could see how that like the more you do it, the less fun it could get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it makes sense. Especially with so many people. Yeah. You know, and I want to make everyone happy. I want everyone to like the the final sequence, to like the, the artwork, everything. Yeah. So I think it just gets like draining sometimes. It does seem like if everyone likes it, it's probably better. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like if 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 it passes the test of everybody in the group, if we're all excited and we, yes, yeah, like it, it kind of makes it bulletproof in a way. It's yeah, like, exactly. You know, and then we could all be you know confident with it when we have to go promote it and talk about it. And if people don't like it, at least we know that we love it. Absolutely. That's way. Absolutely. It'd be a fun thing to think about if and when you decide to do more. How could you set it up where it doesn't feel like you're just doing another one? You know, where it really feels like this is some crazy, like yeah. you set up the situation to be a crazy situation that you're excited about. Could be like doing it in a, you know, in a country where maybe nobody speaks English or like, you know, some, some f introducing some foreign element. Just make it feel new again. Yeah. Yeah. Could be interesting. No, that'd be great. Because it feels like the the headspace really plays into both if it's fun and how good it is. Yeah. This was hard to make because we wanted it to feel focused and not just like cool vibe songs like we normally do. Like it's like say whatever you want and then we'll move on. Yeah. Really like taking time to just get the words right, get the, the messaging right and like understand what we were trying to say before even saying it, before writing the song. So I think that was like, we had to like step it up as writers, you know, yeah. and really like push each other to say new things, you know? Yeah. Cause I feel like with a lot of the Brockhampton songs, at this point I've kind of said like uh, the same things in so many different ways. So I was like, how can I make it feel new? Like you're saying, you know? Thinking another thing you can try next time that would be different, really different especially because this one took the longest would be to impose a really tight schedule like saying you know we're going to be somewhere all together for i don't know a month and in that month we got to start to finish it's got to happen in a month and everybody come prepared like you know like come with any 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 starting points but don't share them, you know, until we get like, it all starts the day we walk in and- That's cool. Yeah, it's like, again, it make it fun because it's not just this endless process and could be sort of an antidote to the last one of just yeah. like, this is the, it's on yeah. and it's and then it's over. So enjoy it, you know, enjoy this little window. Cause it's- That's cool. Yeah, it could be fun. That's an exciting idea. Yeah, it's like, again, it's like the, any opportunities to, find a way to set up the situation to where it's a new challenge. You know, it's yeah. a new, makes it fun. I like that. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with more from Kevin Abstract. Every week at Broken Record, we meet with legends of the industry to uncover the meaning behind the music, the strategy and history that separate the good from the truly great. That's what Mark Chaikin does, but for the U.S. stock market. Mark is a creative legend in his own right. He worked on Wall Street for 50 years, invented three new indices for the NASDAQ, and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade, including the recent mania in AI stocks. Now Mark says we're seeing a similar shakeup in the financial markets. He's calling this a new dawn for the U.S. stock market and predicts dozens of specific stocks will soar in the next 90 days. He put everything you need to know in a new presentation specifically designed for people off Wall Street. You can watch Mark's presentation for free at NewStockTrend.com right now. Again, the link to watch is NewStockTrend.com. 
That's newstocktrend.com. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer helped shape the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed The Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, would spur each other on to tap into something bigger, realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Bacharach as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash, alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. We're back with the rest of Rick Rubin's conversation with Kevin Abstract. Here's their new song, Don't Shoot Up the Party. All American self-hatred runs deep. White boys, all I see whenever I sleep. Niggas think I think these thoughts on purpose, but I knew about NSYNC, full cash could rule me. Colonized minds by masters and slaves. They both hate niggas, they like niggas the same. Homophobic, I tried to gang bang. I tried to get laid, I had to get paid. Hopped off the ship, I land on my feet. In Corpus Christi, I got my own street. Running this shit like it's a track meet. I had to go back home, I seen too many niggas out of weed. My dogs black whales, let them live well. What a miracle we dream, the million stories to tell. You are now tuned in, baby, to the new classic, new machine. Keep the peace, keep them dancing. Don't shoot up the party, don't shoot up the party. Please, please don't shoot up the party. Don't shoot up the party. Please, please don't shoot up the party. Don't shoot up my party. Standing on their tippy toes Don't give a damn what the journalists wrote Always dead inside like they in the catacombs On the prowl like a lion in the storm Watching for the prey that might slit his throat It's about time that I let your ass know Y'all deserve the guillotine even more Kiss my ass, chew my balls like it's mistletoe Fuck class, get cash by the truckload Lay this out with my dogs but the city closed You in for a hell of a ride This a good time, no I'm damn right Order every single bottle of the best wine Fuck if I know, need it all though Dedicate this to my family in Chicago Stay down, I'm sorry Stay down, you're ugly Oh, 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 your people need more than money These white people don't love me Oh, 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 stay down, I'm sorry Stay down, I'm hungry 
gotta grab that pistol. Think about who gon' miss you. Never know what I've been through. What's the issue? Why you gotta grab that pistol? Think about who gon' miss you. Never know what they might do. Don't shoot up the party. Don't shoot up the. That's going to be incredible live. Yeah, I can't wait. That's going to be fun. Crazy party track. Yeah. How'd that one happen? Just jamming. Yeah, everyone was jamming, and I grabbed the mic. I was freestyling, like, just trying new things. Yeah. And it went on for, like, like 45 minutes to an hour. So cool. And then we just started editing it, kind of like, oh, this part could be the hook. Don't, sh- don't shoot the party part. Then we spent the rest of the night, like, everyone just writing their verses. I was afraid of it at first. I felt like it was like kind of cheesy and i was like oh it's not hard enough i love it so much now though (laughs) it's so good it's so good in in that it's like what it's talking about is clearly serious and hard and the music is just this party yeah and that juxtaposition is so cool i think it wasn't fully there yet at first when i when i was hating on it sonically it just wasn't fully realized and i think once uh we kept pushing it towards the party thing, like you're saying, and it started to like make all of us love it way more. Yeah, it's just, it's just cool. The contrast between what it's talking about and the feeling of the music is really cool. Yeah, I love that. Dear Lord, Lord, will you come down and help I was looking for like interludes and stuff like that for the album and I asked Kieran, I was like, could you go and make like a bunch of interludes? And he said he had this poem that he wrote after uh, 
he found out the news about Russell's dad and he just took the poem and turned it into a song with him and his friends, uh, Ryan and Nick. They like all put it together and he played it for us like, wow, this is perfect. Really beautiful and feels like it adds a whole other dimension to the album that, that's really good. Thanks. Yeah, I think it helps keep pushing the the, the message, you know, from yeah. when you first hear that, the, the phone call at the beginning of the album, like just keep kind of going back to that and then having these moments around it that like help highlight the band and, and Russell and all that stuff. So. so good. Also the first devotional Brockhampton song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are there any um, touring plans coming up? I think uh, we're going to Europe, hopefully beginning of next year. And hopefully we get in the studio this summer make the other album yeah but think about your idea yeah it'd be, <laughs> uh, just to switch it up and it'll bring a different energy like a different focused energy when you know it's like i think we need that this is not yeah it's a good could be a good uh healthy experiment you, you think know? a month is enough time would you say i don't know it depends on you like i know the beatles made their first five albums all five within one month <laughs> so wow. So it's it's doable. It's like just depends how different your your rhythm is. Yeah, it would be good to come up with something both realistic and really challenging when deciding on whatever that number is. You know, right. like it has to feel like you're in a hurry from the first day. Yeah, because <laughs> that it'll just make it different. That'll change the whole experience. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's exciting. What else can you tell me about it? It's definitely my favorite album we've made i found myself like actually listening to it and enjoying it so super proud and this conversation makes me want to do the next one. Oh, great yeah that's really positive no it's super amazing yeah. yeah for real thanks to kevin abstract for talking through the making of brock hampton's latest album with rick to hear roadrunner new light new machine and our favorite brock hampton tracks head to brokenrecordpodcast.com be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash broken record podcast, where you can find all of our new episodes. And you can follow us on Twitter at Broken Record. Broken Record is produced with help from Leah Rose, Jason Gambrell, Martin Gonzalez, Eric Sandler, and Jennifer Sanchez. With engineering help from Nick Chafee, our executive producer is Mia LaBelle. Broken Record is a production of Pushkin Industries. And if you like this show and others from Pushkin Industries, consider becoming a Pushnik. Pushnik is a podcast subscription that offers bonus content and uninterrupted ad-free listening for $4.99 a month. Look for Pushnik exclusively on Apple Podcast subscriptions. And if you like the show, please remember to share, rate, and review us on your podcast app. Our theme music by Kenny Beats. I'm Justin Richmond. Every week at Broken Record, we meet with legends of the industry to uncover the meaning behind the music the strategy and history that separate the good from the truly great. That's what Mark Chaikin does, but for the U.S. stock market. Mark is a creative legend in his own right. He worked on Wall Street for 50 years, invented three new indices for the NASDAQ, and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade, including the recent mania in AI stocks. Now, Mark says, we're seeing a similar shakeup in the financial markets. He's calling this a new dawn for the U.S. stock market and predicts dozens of specific stocks will soar in the next 90 days. He put everything you need to know in a new presentation specifically designed for people off Wall Street. 
You can watch Mark's presentation for free at NewStockTrend.com right now. Again, the link to watch is NewStockTrend.com. That's NewStockTrend.com. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do Broken Record? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com, to start a new musical journey today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 